Welcome to the Cauldron of Gaming podcast show, a video game show for all the mages, necromancers, geomancers, and summoners who play games, listen to stuff, and watch things. I'm your host, Frankie, and today I'm joined by the meticulous Josh. Yes, sir. And uh, as you know, I don't have OCD, but I have OCD, and good God, there are so many things that just drive me nuts. Let's get to it. It sounds like you do. (laughs) Uh, this week, we're actually going to be updating you all on the state of play that just happened um, today, actually. Today, March 9th. Yeah, that was kind of a surprise for me, but it happened today. And we're also going to be updating you on the things we've been playing, reading, listening to, or watching. Uh, mm-hmm. To start off today, Josh, um, I'd love to try and get listeners out there to try and get to know us. And okay. the thing about today that was significant was that um, I'm training uh, a fellow exterminator to be an exterminator. So he's riding with me. And today he, yesterday he told me that there was going to be snow today. Mm. He said it was going to happen in the afternoon. So I was like, okay, we're going to have the whole day uh, to be able to do stuff. And nope, poured snow before we, we, we even woke up. There was like tons of snow, snowed all day. It's still snowing right now. Is it snowing over there? Uh for yeah. listeners, we both live in the same state, but like kind of far apart. Yeah, not yeah, yeah, not even like stone throw because unless you can throw a stone, like you know, how many miles? Like sixty miles. <laughs> I think we're about an hour away from each other, right? Yeah, give it. Yeah, it's about an hour. Um, yeah, yeah if traffic's good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, it it, it um it is snowing. As a matter of fact, uh, when I was I was watching the roads today when it was snowing and um, realized that okay. Um, it looks like it was powder, but it quickly started not being powder. <laughs> and uh, so I decided, okay, I, I need to stop working now and just go home. And if I need to jump back online for whatever reason, I'll do that, which is what I did actually. No, it was heavy snow all day. It, yeah. it would be like big uh, pieces of snow and then it would go to small pieces of snow, but it was like constantly snowing, heavy. And by the time we were done with the day and I had to go home it was like wide out conditions like i could not see two blocks in front of me which was scary mm-hmm. but something to consider too like as as anybody of you are probably listening some of you might be conscientious of conscientious of this and maybe some of you are not but one of the things that is very much apparent in the world today is that climates are changing uh, whether they are um, d- drastic or just minute changes incremental changes year by year uh Mm-hmm. But one of the greatest things here in Colorado is that this year was like this winter was really, really dry. And now it was really slim. late too. Yeah. our first snow came really late. We had a huge fire right before the first snow, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. But spring is usually it's we expect a lot of snow in spring, which mm-hmm. might be not typical for other places. But yeah, mm-hmm. not, I think uh, because we've had so much snow since that first snow. I'm used to driving in it, but I noticed a lot of people not knowing what the hell they were doing. We saw a car accident today where somebody hit an ambulance. Like, how do you, 
Oh, I, that's, a, that's stupid. <laughs> that's a simple answer. That's a simple answer. No one pays attention. No. <laughs> and they think they could stop before they can, but you got to drive really carefully in the snow. Mm, no, I would say this. This is anybody who happens to be in any type, any state or actually anywhere in the world where snow is a thing. Unless you know what you're doing or you have a car that can do it, you know, just just be careful. Like just know that you got to drive anywhere between five to 10 miles under the speed limit. Sometimes, sometimes even less. The truck was flipped on its side and it slid into an ambulance. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to guess, probably didn't see the place on that, but I'm going to guess they're either from Texas, California, or Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> or not Mississippi, Missouri. My bad. <laughs> Yeah, so I know how to drive in the snow, but it's it's not about knowing what to do. It's also being cautious about other people because not everybody else knows what to do. But Frankie, that's a part of knowing what to do. Okay, there you go. Yeah, well, yeah. I got home safe and my yeah. a lot of my job is driving. So mm-hmm. I think I did a good job. I got yeah. me and my yeah. trainee alive and out safe today. So mm-hmm. yeah. we'll see you about something tomorrow. To be, something to be celebrated. <laughs> I am fortunate that tomorrow I do not have to go into the office. I, I will be working, but I will be not going into the office. Nice. I think yeah, yeah. Uh, it's supposed to keep snowing through 5 a.m. here, and I still have to train tomorrow. Damn. And I also have to pick him up extra early. So okay. right. that's going to be really, really fun. Dark and snowy and possibly oh. icy. So <laughs> not even could this poss- be not the even last episode? <laughs> oh, hardly, hardly, hardly. You just keep doing what you've been doing. You've been here in Colorado long enough to know what to do, my friend. You're going to be fine. Trust. Well, let's go ahead and roll into updates on what we've been playing. Because sure, just just make sure that you have a roll back, just in case it doesn't go it doesn't go well, right? Go sure. Ahead. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we agreed to let me start because I only have one game to talk about and Josh has a lot to talk about. Uh, before I get into what I've been playing real quick, I want to give my gaze out there an update on, of course, I've been watching Drag Race season 14. And of course, I've been watching uh, Drag Race UK versus the world. Um, without giving spoilers, I will say Drag Race UK versus the world. I was rooting for Pangina. I'm what the hell kind of a name is that? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, keep going. Keep going. I love Pangina. I wish she had made it to the end and I thought she would have won the whole thing. But, you know, I'm not upset about the winner because I kind of thought she would win anyway. But um, I I don't want to spoil it. So I, I will say the queen I was rooting for didn't win, but I'm happy with the win. And as far as season 14 goes, I'm sure... Everybody who listens to recaps of Drag Race is used to what I'm about to say, but I am standing Angeria Van Michaels, Willow Pill, Bosco, and I think Lady Camden. Lady Camden. Those are my thoughts. That's awesome name. <laughs> I like that. I respect Miss Camden. Oh, and I do not like Diabetti. I want Diabetti to go home. She is a bitch. These are nuts nuts names. Diabetti, Pangina. Are these supervillains? No, it's all the drag names are amazing. I I know. This is is not one of the contestants, but I heard this drag name from a podcast. It's Odessa Man. Sorry. Can you say it out loud? Odessa Man. Odessa man? 
Oh, that's that, a man. That sounds that. Oh, that's a man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I love it. Uh, but anyway, let me get to my video game thoughts for everybody else who is not a gay. <laughs> uh, the only game I've been playing was Elden Ring. And I am sad to say that it totally dethroned Horizon Forbidden West for me. I have not gone back to that game and I really want to. I think about it, but like uh, I am so surprised at how much I fell in love with Elden Ring. Mm. I'm about 25 hours in and I'm like, I can mean anything. <laughs> I'm almost level 50. I think I'm level 49. Jesus. I, I beat uh, Murgit. I think that's his name. And Godric. Those are the two big bosses you fight at the beginning. And mm-hmm. now I'm just working my way around um, dying, fighting hidden bosses and finding hidden things. This game, like I, I saw the reviews and I was like, well, these are like every publication is hiring their Dark Souls people to review this game. So of yeah. course they're going to give it a high score. Diehards, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't say that I hated Sekiro, but it really frustrated me so hardcore to the point that I didn't want to even touch it anymore. And now mm-hmm. I'm going to go back because mm-hmm. like Elden Ring feels so accessible. I, I think it's something that Fabrice could even play uh, who hasn't touched a single Souls game. I think this is uh, accessible to a lot of people because if you reach a point where you can't break through, just go somewhere else. The world is gigantic. You can go anywhere you want. In fact, like um, you're supposed to go to the castle at the beginning of the game. And I accidentally went around the castle, which I didn't know was an option. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up like exploring the lands around it. And I was like, wait a second. Like the the points of light are pointing towards that castle. And I went around it like I I had to go back and <clears throat> experience that. But I was I'm, I'm finding a lot of interesting things right at the beginning of the game i got into one of those teleportation traps and got teleported to the opposite end of the map and i was terrified it was it's all these new experiences it's an open world game like i've never experienced and i could see why it was reviewed so high and me being like a dabbler in souls games like i've beaten two of them but i wouldn't say i'm like a big hardcore souls guy but this game i'm so obsessed with it i i can't stop playing it um it's my go-to game right now. I what really sucks is because uh I mean what really sucks is that Gran Turismo 7 and Triangle Strategy just came out and I really want to play those, but I can't justify spending money on them because I know I'm not gonna play them because I just can't stop playing Elden Ring. Mm. And I want to play it alone. I haven't summoned any anybody into my game yet and i think that's why nobody's invaded because i think the whole premise is that once you start summoning people into your world that's how people start get invading your world but i, I haven't seen that right. yet yeah and I think you're right. i'm happy with that i hate invaders <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah i've gotten my ass kicked i've lost tens of thousands of souls and been very heartbroken and disappointed but i've also seen amazing things i've also been surprised i've mm-hmm. i've i've never experienced this kind of exploration in a game before and i'm starting to agree with the reviews that i think that this is like an evolution of open world games where it's like if you explore you're gonna find something meaningful and special and i love that i haven't felt this way about a game since breath of the wild honestly and i think those comparisons are really uh valid that's the wild and elden ring 
Elden Ring. Elden Ring is uh, so far my front runner game of the year, but we're in March and there's so many games coming out. Um, so many games that have come out that I need to play and want to play, like Triangle Strategy. I really, really want to play that game. And uh, Stranger of Paradise is coming out this week and I'm not going to get to play that. <laughs> I mean, I could, but like, I, I just want to get through Elden Ring. I love this game so much. That's um, awesome. That's, that's awesome, the, man. Sorry, I just went on a rant. I think that you played Elden Ring a little bit. I'm actually glad that you mentioned Elden Ring. I was not suspecting you saying that. Um, really glad to hear really? what you said. But yeah, actually, no. Um, yeah, let me let me. I'll, I'll go ahead and dive into it. So, I'm gonna hold on. I, okay. I told you that I had one game I was playing. Yeah. And there was only one game I was going to talk about. Did you think it was going to be Horizon? Absolutely. Oh, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, what I what I have to talk about it has definitely something to do with Horizon as well as Elden Ring as well as a couple other games. Okay. So, um, to update y'all, um, really quick, what I've been watching is actually uh, I'm watching rewatching the Legend uh, Legend of Korra, watching Avatar: Last Airbender. So, Aang, Aang and Team Avatar. Anyway, um, enough of that. Let's get into the let's get into what I really want to talk about. So. <laughs> I, in the for the over the past two weeks, I've played three games, and uh, okay, let's just uh, let's just let's just say it. Let's just let's just say it. Um, so this past Sunday, I beat Horizon Forbidden West. You beat it! Oh my god! Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, and then immediately went and played Elden Ring right after. And I'm in the same boat as you, my friend, when it comes to Elden Ring. Um, really. Elden Ring is a fantastic game. Um, and I, that's where I want to lead into this, actually, is, Frankie, when was the last time you spent money on a video game and you got what you paid for? <laughs> Excuse me. I feel like a game that's really long, uh, if you're paying by the hour, then if you're paying like $1 by the hour, um, it's worth it. Okay, I think well, so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna evolve it even further. Um, when was the last time you played a game that you know didn't have any type of microtransactions in it, or didn't seem like it had, didn't feel like it had missing content, even if it was a long game? A long game that didn't have missing content, or didn't have, content. have, yeah, or let's let's yeah. If I re- let me rephrase this. When was the last time you played a video game that you that you paid for that didn't have microtransactions that didn't have missing content that you know that basically you played you played this game and let's say I you know in a case Elden Ring obviously you haven't finished it yet but you've already put in a lot of time already into it. Well, I I have to say when I'm looking at the games that I beat so far this year because mm-hmm. I keep a list of it. Sure. Uh, the last long game I played. Um, was probably Sunset Overdrive, and that's not fair because that game came out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It has one DLC, and I didn't play the DLC. Yeah, but I loved that game. Modern games. What what modern games have you played that, that you feel like recently? You feel, I, that I would say, yeah, that I would say that you felt like that meets all those criteria. Well, the last modern game I beat was Borderlands Three, and that does not meet that criteria because <laughs> there's a lot of DLC. I think I paid for some things in that uh, mm-hmm. costumes you have to pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even think of one recently. Well, let's go back to I have. I was say, I would say modern gaming encompasses the last. We'll say 2015 to where we are now. 
Guardians of the Galaxy. That was a okay. long game. No DLC, no uh, transactions. Just a beautiful story. Okay. Tales of Arise. Well, no, that's wrong because I paid for those costumes. Right. So that one, yep, doesn't immediately doesn't meet your card. Doesn't immediately doesn't meet, doesn't meet it, which is still a great uh, game, though. That's still a great game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bravely Default 2 didn't have anything extra yep. to buy. You know what? That's a good, good, good point. Okay. Yeah. Resident Evil Village, although that wasn't that long. It doesn't have to be a long game. The, the base, the whole base question is: is when was the last time you bought a game and you got what you actually paid for? No, there's no BS in the game. Well, I maybe I'm just overly generous, but I love the games that I buy. <laughs> oh no, there's nothing wrong with that. But, but what I'm trying to get at, Frankie, is that when you look at the options for buying, when you look at the options for buying Elden Ring. You don't get anything for order when you decide to order different, like different the different versions of it. There's they all have one thing in common that you get. You get an if you pre-ordered it, you got an emote that you can also get later in the game. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't pre-order it. I actually the I, I think I just stopped by a GameStop and I was like, hey, do you have any extra copies? And I knew the guy at the GameStop. Uh, he used to work at the old GameStop I went to all the time. So he gave me like the pre-order physical steed whistle ring that comes with it. But he just said they had a bunch of extra and also were friends. That's cool, man. That's really cool. I'm jealous you have that. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's exclusive exclusive to GameStop. So that's awesome. But yeah, I didn't pre-order it. I was just like, I wasn't sure I was going to get it. Because like Mm -hmm. I said, Sekiro really turned me off. It was so hard. and when i think about it i still get kind of angry (laughs) well yeah if what i think you're going for is um what's the game that you're going to get the most bang for your buck from this year it's definitely Elden ring yeah so i played two other new games that came out this year in the last two weeks yeah like i said horizon forbidden west and another game called babylon's fall oh trust i can't wait to hear about that all right so here we go Anyone who's interested in Babylon's Fall, don't waste your money. You won't hear that very. You will not hear that very often from me. But I'm going to say it. It oh is. Oh my a, god! It is a dumpster fire. Um, Platinum Games did a terrible job. Oh my god! Combat is fun though. I will one redeeming one redeeming quality is the combat. That is it. Oh my god! This is so uh, shocking. Yeah, the, you go uh, on. <laughs> uh, think of it this way: cutscenes were like still frames. And the characters would move like periodically, like almost like stop motion moving. And so you don't even get to see your character interact or anything. Um, there are some video, there was somewhere that you'd see that, yeah, actually, no, you like, like, like an in game gen and an engine where the character's moving and talking, like they are in most modern games now. No, you don't, you don't see that. You oh, I thought really you were gonna say, yeah, yeah, sometimes no, you know, no, I think I'm, I could be, I think you do, like, but they're few and far between. Most of it is told in this type of exposition where it's. Like it's you know it's it's like Xenogears in the between the two games kind of so oh like disc two <laughs> yeah kind of like that even though I love even though I didn't have a problem with that when I was a kid watching that I, I wouldn't have none I wouldn't have known better but <laughs> I know better with the with modern gaming now it's like no we've been I've been me in particular many of us have been burned too many times already by this industry anyway I know I think we we give a lot of leeway but. Um... Mm we should be a little bit more critical these days based on uh, how yeah. many times games get delayed and, but there's also crunch culture. 
there's a lot that goes into it. There's a, there's, there's a lot of things that go into it. We don't have to do a, a deep dive into that, but what I'm trying someday. to like, yeah, someday, we will. <laughs> I, I think we touched on it multiple times. But anyway, another thing to kind of let you know more about a Babylon's fall is that the, um, the graphics are just, they're awful. They tried really? to go for. They tried to go for like. They tried to go for this. Well, they're, they're, okay. There's a filter over this over your over over the screen. It looks like a painting, like like brush strokes of paint. Okay. Yeah. Kind of okay. like Valkyria Chronicles or Okami did. Kind of like yeah, I would say kind of like that. And so to to go into that is that the characters are really the, the pixelation is shitty. It's just. It's, it's the, like, the only good thing about this game <laughs> is the combat that is, the combat has platinum written all over it, even though I would, I, I dare say it, the best combat, even though I, I've not played Bayonetta, but I know the, the combat in Bayonetta is zany as hell. Oh, the combat in Bayonetta is incredible. Yeah. And, and then, you know, then you look at near um, auto, automata or automata, however you want to say it. And the combat sure. in that game is fun as hell too. But when you look at Babylon's fall, it just the combat is not as good as those games, but it's still good. Well, um, the last platinum game I played was Astral Chain, and mm-hmm. I could say the same thing about that. The only good thing about that game was the combat. Mm-hmm. I so couldn't even tell you what that game was about, really. And here's here's <laughs> the here's the nuts thing about about what I'm going to lead into with, with when it comes to two games that unfortunately who the who published those games published this game and another game that i spoke about last year which was marvel's avengers these are third party companies that are being published by or developers being published by square enix so for me this this is strike 2 for square enix strike 2 for not being able to publish third party games so right now i'm very wary about buying uh stranger of paradise and I'm very, and I'm worried. I'm also very wary of buying Force Force Spoken. I would say I'd be worried about buying Living Games from Square Enix. Yeah, live. Yeah, live. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, let's let's. How about this? Like, um, let's see how let's see how Strangers of Paradise does, and let's see how Force Spoken does, and because those aren't live service games. And well, Force Spoken was delayed till October. Thank goodness because we don't need more games coming out <laughs> this <laughs> this early in the year god i cannot there's a up. lot but but like, all, all i'm saying is like is, yeah you're right square enix i don't know that's not they can do live service games you can't do not forget final fantasy 14 uh they can do sure they, yeah but, but they, they every, failed the first time and they got a reboot for that one so that's yeah worth mentioning it's worth mentioning, but at the same time, I don't, I want to say, I'm going to say this, they've had games come out after that, well past that, after the success of Final Fantasy 14. What other living games are successes from them? I can't think of any. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I can't think of any. Uh, uh, yeah, anyway, so there's that. So there's that well, fall. Hold on. Speaking okay. of which, uh, there was a news story recently that Square Enix did come out and say that Guardians of the Galaxy did not live up to their sales expectations. Mm-hmm. which calls back to when I think rise of the Tomb Raider came out and they were like, it only sold 7 million copies. Ugh, didn't live up to our sales expectations. I think square like has, they have their bars. High way too high. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're like square. What are you best at making? Oh Guardians yeah. Of the yeah, Galaxy but... came out to great reviews. Yeah. That's what I hear. Loved it. Like mm-hmm. it was kind of a word of mouth type of game because people were worried about it since it was, a yeah. reminder of Avengers, 
but Guardians of the Galaxy was actually really good. Sure. I loved it. I put it on my uh, top five of the year. That's awesome. But it's coming to Game Pass, so a lot more people will get to experience it, and hopefully they get a lot more uh, money from that somehow. I don't know how Game Pass works, but... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah, Square Enix seems like a terrible company <laughs> recently <laughs> i would say with the third party public the third party publications they're, they're not they're not doing a very good job no um and, no. <laughs> and, and on top and on on top on top of them just having their, their bar set too high like yep. what like watch 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 when force but i'm not saying this is going to happen but here's a what if when force spoken comes out and we get we find out later that it didn't live up to their expectations oh guarantee call it out right now on this day march 9th for spoken when it comes out square enix is going to come out and say it did not meet our sales expectations mm-hmm. i know they will say that i it's going to happen to it's going to happen too to two of the games that they announced too on the uh state of play today it's like <laughs> like unless it's actually final fantasy it's just not going to do well for them for some reason i don't trust <laughs> oh my god what anyway is- so then but i want to so i'm gonna move, i'm gonna move on to horizon zero dawn yes so, yes please Okay, Zero Dawn. I think it's fair to call Zero Dawn, even though it's Forbidden West. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so I would say... Zero Dawn 2. Zero Dawn 2, right? I would say Forbidden West, beat for beat when it comes to storytelling, is pretty good. There's only one part of the storytelling that I wish they kind of expanded on more. But otherwise, I think it's it's, it's pretty good. Uh, there was this one, was one event that's massive hits you in the heart that happens in the game. And that that's one of the things that like on this past Sunday, I beat it. And I was like, I, it rocked my world. What happened? It just rocked like the, the events oh. of the story just rocked my world on. And then, but on top of beating it, it made it even, it like made it even basically had you been around me talking to me, I would have not have been, I, I would have, I would have been all over the place. <laughs> Do you think the story for forbidden West stands up as a good sequel to the story of zero dawn? It, I would say this, it, it stands up until you beat the game. And then it's not, it doesn't No, I, I think that the cliffhanger that um, if no one's played zero dawn, I'm sorry, but the cliffhanger, <laughs> the cliffhanger, um, the cliffhanger on top of if you played the DLC, um really i would say really sets really set up the first game to have a sequel like we were really waiting for a sequel for it because of the events i'm not excited about it i'm not i'm not looking forward to a a third game but i know they're going to make a third game um i I, reason why i'm going to finish the fight (laughs) when it comes out of course (laughs) but um yeah the the, the, now it's not a terrible ending but i don't but i just didn't like that i just didn't like that they just they just like at the very tail end, you know, without it being kind of like, you know, where you see Silence do his thing at the end of the end of the first game. Oi, you better it's, dodge some spoilers. I haven't I'm not going to say anything, but like beyond the, beyond that last thing you seen Silas do in the first game. Yeah, it's not like that. Like that was like epic. Like when when Silence did what he did in the last in the, the first game, that was like, holy shit, can't wait for the next game. <laughs> um, and here's the thing, too, I really love about the one thing I do love about the story. And I also feel sorry for people that kind of leads into my whole thing about, you know, when, when was the last time you played a game and you felt like no content was like removed and later added as a DLC frozen wilds for the expansion for, 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 for um, zero dawn felt when I, when I played it, I wouldn't have known, but playing, for, but playing forbidden, forbidden West, it feels like, uh, it feels like frozen wilds is they had it with the game originally, but they took it out to sell it to you later. You feel like it was required playing. 
I yeah, I'm gonna say this, y'all. If you play decide if you haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn, you want to. I would say because there are two. I would say there's like basically um, there's two, no three protagonists in for in uh, anti, sorry three. We'll say three main antagonists <laughs> in Forbidden. I had to think about it. Yeah, three main antagonists <laughs> in Forbidden West. There are three, and one of and one of those antagonists you wouldn't know about unless you played the DLC. Okay, gonna... so I didn't play the DLC, which is stupid because I do have it. Yeah. The <laughs> DLC for for, the, 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 for uh, Zero Dawn is awesome, actually. But I, it does. I've seen I've seen footage. It does look awesome. I don't know why I didn't play it. I think it was because it came out too long after I beat the game, and sure. I felt like it would be too hard for me to like relearn the game to get back into it. Sure, that makes sense. Um, so- but I can tell you that. Uh, minor spoilers for Forbidden West. Uh, the antagonist I have met um, mm-hmm. when you, ooh, I just turned my volume way up. Uh, the the woman who ambushes you outside the gates of Chain. Oh God, this happened. No, it's um, Chain Scrape. It's not Chain Scrape. It's, it's the other town. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't this happened last episode too. <laughs> it does, it, here's the thing. How about this? For spoilers' sakes, it doesn't matter what the names are. You need to play the game to find out what the names are. We're not going to tell you. So when you leave the gate and you get ambushed by that lady, like, oh my god, I, I was like, I want to kill her. I want to kill her right now. I hate her. <laughs> so that's the only uh, aside she from was, silence, I guess. But you know, and I should like I, you know, after like you know playing the game, I actually really like silence. Um, I also really like the lady who ambushes you too. I think Ew, she's pretty... Oh, I just want to choke her. You, see, to... but here's a, here's one of those things. <laughs> it's one of those things where you haven't finished the story yet. You don't know. Like, is this yeah, like, like one of those Last of Us two scenarios where I learn about them and I'm like, oh, well, maybe no, I, I feel didn't sorry play for us. Unfortunately, I didn't play because so you'll know. never play it. Yeah, we're, foolishly, remember? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I do remember. And <laughs> okay, I think you're a fool. Thank you. Well, I'm not gonna be like that, bro. Come on. Anyway. Um, but I can say kind of like Rinwell in um, Tales of Arise, you don't like her for the obvious reasons. Yep, yep, yep. I kind of feel like this kind of almost as very much like like this individual in Horizon Zero Dawn 2. You don't understand why she is that way. I truly understand why she's that way. And you have to understand the, the culture of the Tanakh too to understand why she's that way. It's one of those but things where minor spoilers again she kills like this really cute character oh my god he's so hot that's for my gaze out there again be looking out for a cute <laughs> character you meet i don't even remember the gate ta- i don't remember <laughs> what you're talking about <laughs> oh my god daddy. either way but daddy. anyway all i'm saying i all I'm, basically it's just it's it's great it's a it's a great story um but ultimately what what I often because of what I experienced with Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, there's one here's one key feature that's missing from Horizon Zero Dawn or Forbidden West. There's no new game plus. That's odd. Isn't it? Now I could be wrong about this, but I want to say Zero Dawn didn't have a new game plus either until later. Like it was patched in. Yeah. I, so so and I, I this I bet the same thing's gonna happen with Forbidden West, but well, yeah, I'm, that's the same thing that happened with God of War. As big yeah. as that game was, they had to patch in a game a new game plus. But I I, I don't know, I could be wrong about this, but I thought with they had enough of there was enough of a demand for it that they went ahead and put it in the game. Are we wrapping up our thoughts on Forbidden West? I will yeah, well, ultimately I wanted to, I want to. <laughs> anyway, ultimately <laughs> what I want to say is that because of what I experienced with Forbidden West. 
it is not going to be a game of the year contender for me. What I will agree with you on is that I played a fair amount into Forbidden West and I loved it. I, I mm-hmm. love the side quests. I love how much detail they put into the characters and that there's sure. like cutscenes and real meaning to what you're doing with the side quest. That's what really sold me. Mm-hmm. And Aloy but... always constantly saying, mm, this won't fit. I don't have enough room on me, but it, it can go in my stash every like five minutes. There's <laughs> there's nothing wrong with Forbidden West. Oops. Sorry. There's, oh, my... <laughs> there's plenty, there's plenty wrong, but you know, it, it all depends on your it's a matter For me, of there's opinion, nothing of wrong. I think it's a really great game and I can't wait to keep playing it. I yeah, it think that if they were taking okay, hot hot takes right now. If they uh-huh. were taking um influence from Breath of the Wild, I don't like that. I just wish that there was a lot more to climb is <laughs> all I'm saying. Interesting. I okay. wish that uh, a game would actually maybe Genshin Impact does. I haven't played that game, but like in Breath of the Wild, you can climb anything. And it feels like I haven't played a game since then that has done that. And it's like, it's right there. This amazing game changing uh thing that they put in this game it hasn't really been in any other game and i don't get it it's it's such an amazing game changer but anyway uh what i was what i was trying to say um uh, going on to the next game is that i i loved my time with horizon forbidden west mm-hmm. but once i started playing elden ring mm-hmm. it made me realize a lot of what i wish horizon was it felt like elden mm-hmm. ring was like kind of what i actually wanted to play and horizon was just like what i thought i wanted to play but when i'm playing elden ring it's like oh i don't have to deal with a lot of bullshit i don't have to <laughs> i don't have oh, to go sh- sure you do it's just a different type of bullshit it's a lot less bullshit okay like it, it's like a a lot less fat has been trimmed off with elden ring it's like i can just go anywhere i don't have to worry about anything at all there's no there's no markers on the map which is mm-hmm. great. I it just feels a lot less stressful. It feels a lot more free and like I'm just living my life. And that's interesting. I see it. <laughs> find things that are interesting. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was I say, honestly, so <laughs> no, no, it's all good. So ultimately, what I'm leading, leading back to is um, when I say when was the last time you bought a game that you paid for um, that didn't have any other type of bullshit like microtransactions? Yeah, I don't or, think I gave you the answer you wanted. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. No, it's all good. I mean, it's gonna be it's. It's a, it's a it's a subjective question either way yeah so but it's but like for me i would say i'm a critical gamer and i i would say that if it's a valid question to be asking me somebody who does play a lot of live service games but also plays a lot of narrative games too sees who who also sees uh, sees both sides of gaming in regards to multiplayer versus single player games um so it's a question to ask me and i would say um to be honest with you, Elden Ring. Uh, I'm not trying. I see. I also want to go. I also want to kind of say this too. I am not a Dark Souls fan. I would say I. I wouldn't say that I am like. Oh my God! Everybody should play it. But I would say this: if you want to appreciate video games, you should try playing a Dark Souls game, uh, because it caters to a niche audience. This includes Elden Ring. It caters to a, a, a unique audience. It also shows you. That here's a here are a set of games that are difficult to play, but if you give it enough patience, enough time and practice, you'll find that they're not hard games. It's just a matter of you learning the controls and you learning the enemies you're fighting and how to play the game. And you find the game's actually pretty easy. 
granted it might have some tough stuff still still have some tough stuff in it all but what i would say like for me dark souls was something that i felt like it was it helped me learn that i as a gamer as i get older playing video games i like hard games i don't like playing hand holding games so it really it so catered it, it helped me open up my eyes to dif- two different sides of gaming like d- difficult 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 games are fun to play for me that's why you every time you hear me on episodes frankie are you playing it on hard <laughs> no, it's actually like when you're saying that um your brother storm yeah. and i we picked up demon souls uh not knowing what it was and we started playing it we were taking turns and it was just like brutal like if it wasn't me dying from the very first ambush attack when you're running up the castle steps to storm just like running off into the hole that we didn't know was there we were just like taking turns and we of course didn't get very far but we were having so much fun Mm -hmm. like there's something about that formula of this game being so punishing and hard that's like actually kind of gratifying when you learn like you these things aren't random they're all set up and when you learn the pattern and you get through it and you accomplish what you're doing and then you just get to another brick wall it doesn't feel like you can't get through that brick wall it's just that you got to figure out how to chip through it and it's just mm-hmm. an, a unique experience and you know that experience for storm he felt that made him fall in love with that genre Oh my God. He's the most obsessed with dark souls person. Absolutely. <laughs> think, think about it. When dark souls two came out, that's all storm played. Mm-hmm. When dark souls three came out, that was all he played. He played overwatch here and there. He, he does competitive uh, one-on-one duels. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, a crazy thing. When I talk to my other friends about, um, you know, Elden ring, I, I know, usually end up telling them that, you know, the one person who I actually really care about their opinion is storm. Like mm-hmm. the storm is the person I want to know what he thinks of the game, because to me, he's the quintessential you know quintessential person to talk to about this game about these games so i can't wait i, I can't wait to talk to storm more about it i hope that storm will talk to me about <laughs> to me about i've it. seen him online i know he's playing it yeah he's playing elden ring absolutely yeah. i actually asked him um like a couple weeks ago i told him hey you're getting elden ring of course day one he's already playing it and then uh, <laughs> and then he got back to me and said yeah uh, I, I told him about the whole you know it's better if you use if you have a ps5 download the ps4 version and please that one because you'll get a solid 60 frames for a second um all that but we, we talked about it a little, we cut a little bit but not much not as much as i'd like to but i think with with him it's gonna be best to talk to storm after the game's been out for a few months because he's gonna be pvping <laughs> oh yeah no doubt i, so I, I wouldn't doubt that he already is <laughs> yeah so i would say this y'all listening to us is that you know it's i i I'm a, i would say i i'm a fan but dark souls isn't like one of those games where i'm saying like Oh my God! It's the best in the world. It's like no, you should play no other games but Dark Souls. No, uh-uh, hell no. I'm not that person either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will say this though: I have played through Dark Souls one, two, and three. I played them back to back, as a matter of fact, and it, um, I'm glad I got through them. Uh, playing Elden Ring, I'm, 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 I'm like you. It's actually, it's, it's a part of my top five list of favorite games now. And but I haven't even beaten it. That's what's insane. I still need to beat it. Ever? <laughs> I, yeah whoa <laughs> I'm, yeah it's it's number five it's not number it's not number four it's number five i mean i uh, this is my favorite souls game so far i just feel like it's th- there's something about like just in the other games when you hit a brick wall there's nothing you can do about it you just like kind of have to keep fighting the same enemies and going back to your fire and maybe leveling up as much as you can but this mm-hmm. one you can just go find yeah. something amazing and new and you'll find incredible things everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's the best thing too. If you can't, if you're struggling and you can't get any further, 
well, fight the enemies you can fight and just farm souls and level mm-hmm. up. So mm-hmm. it's like, eventually you'll just be OP that Margaret will just be a bitch. <laughs> so it's like, but you have to be careful because I did. I do remember, like I, I lost my soul somewhere. This just happened to oh, me yeah. yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna ride my horse back there, but I'm gonna take a route where I'm gonna go around all the enemies because I just want to go to my souls and pick them up or mm-hmm. runes as they're called in this game. Mm-hmm. And the route I took put me straight in the face of a dragon that I'd never seen there. I thought it was just like a pile of scenery, and it was a fucking dragon boss. And those things will not let you get away from them. I rode my horse as fast as I could away. Laser laser hit me in the back of the head and I lost 20,000 runes. That shit won't happen to you. Yeah, that's nuts. See, actually, my first first death where I lost my, where I lost, um, where I lost like a large chunk, but I think it was like 7,000 or 8,000 runes was because I was like, oh, maybe I can jump down there. And I, (laughs) I jumped and I did, I biffed the jump, I died. And then I was like, oh, cool. Next time I was like, okay, cool. Jump back down and be very careful. My character slid off the freaking side and died. I couldn't <laughs> grab it. Oh, it's not, so it's like, yeah, it's like, I've, so it's like you, I probably lost maybe 20, maybe 30,000 runes so far since I played this game. That's all. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it takes a lot to earn that much. So it is like heartbreaking. You're like, no. no! <laughs> yeah yeah so it's yeah uh but either way uh great game and actually here's the thing that's even nuts too i uh let's put this there we go uh, i like the game so much that i was like you know what mm, i heard there's other packages for this game other packages like different editions for this game i gotta see what ones are available because i want to buy something more and i was able to get my hands on a uh deluxe edition of the game from bandai store directly so i'm getting a statue of um one of the bosses and stuff. I oh, can't cool. wait. To get, I can't wait to get it. It's I. It's it's uh, it's nuts. It's I. It's funny. Yeah. Obviously, y'all listening to us, we're like creaming our pants over Elden Ring. <laughs> and, and like we said before, we're not like the biggest Souls fan. No. Mm-mm. Like uh, honestly, like I said before, Segura really turned me off. That game was fucking hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I don't feel that way about this game. Honestly, I wanted to ask your opinion because sure. I think. Um, Fabrice hasn't played a single Souls game, but he's thinking that he wanted his first one to be Bloodborne. But since I've been playing this one, I think this is the easiest one to get into. I feel like this one is probably the least difficult one to start with. I would say this. Um, not necessarily as far as Elden Ring. I don't, Elden Ring, if you've ever played a Souls game, it could be a good entry for you. However, you'd have to go win understanding that. These, it's, it's going to kick your ass. Um, if you go in there and get frustrated and stop playing, it's just that's that's unfortunately that's what's going to stop you from playing the game. Uh, and I would say this honestly, Bloodborne would be a good choice for him to play first, honestly. But if he wants to play Elden Ring, go for it. So you're saying Bloodborne or Elden Ring would be good entry points for new Soulsborne. I would say so. I would say Dark Souls is not so. I would say if you are okay with getting your ass kicked and you're you 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 understand the definition of insanity, then then play. Then go ahead and play the OG Dark Souls game. Dark Souls games. If knowing that definitively from software games are incredibly difficult, but you're interested because they're so popular mm-hmm. and uh, quality games, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Soulsborne or not Soulsborne, Bloodborne. <laughs> mm-hmm. My recommendation would honestly be Elden Ring. I feel like that one really gives you the freedom to be like, ooh, that's too hard. 
go mm. run in the opposite yeah, direction. I, I would say if you want to be hip and with it, yes, Elden Ring is a good choice. But Sekiro would be my last choice. Sekiro yes. is no, the I would hardest say, one. Yeah, I would say Sekiro. <laughs> I would say if you really want to, you can skip Sekiro. But I if would you say really you can, hate yourself, play yeah, Sekiro. I would say this. I would say this. Yeah, anybody who wants to get into, if you aren't, if you don't immediately want to play Elden Ring, but if you want to be hip and with it and hip with the new times, yes, you want to play Elden. Then yeah, play Elden Ring. But if you're if you're willing to be patient, go play Bloodborne. I um, would say Bloodborne um, operates in a way. The gameplay in that game is more um equal to other games of similar type because that game's not about blocking or parrying it's about dodging and about do- being dodging. on the offensive i would say it is about do- dodging and parrying because if you if you if you're able to parry you get like not only do you heal but you also i was um, very bad at parrying in that game yeah. so mm-hmm. i got through most of it without doing it at all that's awesome so yeah. i could say that if you if you're bad at that you can get through that game mm-hmm. just fine because i did yeah, I would say because of blood. The reason why I'm recommending Bloodborne is because Bloodborne is is everything that basically everything that they learned from playing the dark, from playing that, from what I think, from playing what, from making Dark Souls the first one or blood. Oh wait, uh, not bless your gosh, gosh. What was the what was the first game they made? Demon Souls, Dark Souls, and Dark Souls Two. Well, their first game was Kingsfield. Well, not their well, very first game, but like I would the first game that Miyazaki worked on. The Soul, the no? Soul Souls games, Souls games. We're not going to talk about their early, <laughs> Souls games. The reason why I'm going to say because we're still games. waiting on a new Armored Core, and I well, that's the thing. Yeah, people, I, yeah, I, people forget. People forgot that FromSoft made also made the Armored Core games, and those games aren't necessarily hard. I thought so, they were hard. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they're they're not. They're not. They're not. They are not. Well, how about this? They're not punishing games like that. The Souls board no. games are. Yeah, but they're not easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 just you know, you piece of shit. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, we are, we are, we are hoping for another armored core. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not holding my breath for it though. <laughs> Christ, no, I don't so, think that's gonna. Yeah, happen. no, they... that's really it, guys. I want to, I want to thank you all for letting, you know, listening to me rant about these past three, these, these three games. Just know that I'm very cautious about what Square Enix is doing next. <laughs> Honestly, everybody's talking about Elden Ring right now, and I think mm-hmm. everybody's going to keep talking about it for months and months. So, of course, we were going to have a long discussion about it because years, years, it's, years, my friend, it's years. so incredible. Like, how could mm-hmm. you not talk about this game? It's mm-hmm. it's one of the best games I've played in years. And, and wait lying. for it, dude, there's going to be they're They're probably going to make DLC for this game. I was surprised. Honestly, when I saw all those reviews coming out, 10, 10, 10, 9, 9, 9, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. I was like, okay, overhyped please but then i played it and i was like well <laughs> i would say the 10 for 10 is, is, is too generous i would say this game's a solid a solid nine for sure i'm seeing pop-ins i'm seeing slow down sometimes but yeah um, i haven't experienced I wouldn't say it's perfect but yeah. it's definitely amazing yeah. no i would say I've, i would it's say a must play yeah i would say it's yeah i would say it's definitely not um it's i haven't experienced any technical issues the reason why i don't give it up a, a, a 10 out of 10 is just there's no such i had never played a game it's 10 out of 10 before and it's hard to say because i think the 10 10 out of 10s would be strictly nostalgia for me and right. it'd right. be like old playstation one games or mm-hmm. and i would even, games. and i would i wouldn't even give my i wouldn't even give my old games but how my favorite games that are not 10 10 out of 10s no i'm not i don't think i played a 10 out of 10 game Yes, um, Sonic Three and Knuckles might be a ten out of ten for me. Okay. Wild Arms? No, not Wild Arms. The graphics <laughs> for the battle system. <laughs> right. Anyway, right. Uh, I think 
we've talked enough about Elden Ring. Right? Yeah. We've talked oh, yeah, enough I would about... say I would say we're done with that. I'd say I'm sorry we spent wait, we spent way, way too long on that, but um I feel like we should do a spoiler cast on Elden Ring, not like really going into the story or anything but like just being able to fully talk about the things we found and the things that impressed us because i really don't want to spoil those things oh, before we get before we get before you before, like, before we stop talking about them let, this is i'm trying to make a class i'm trying to make a, a character class right now and i decided to call it the black flame paladin what is a paladin <laughs> uh, I, I, I always, I've always felt it's like really hard in a fantasy, in a fantasy terms. The way I've always seen a paladin is somebody who's able to use like holy, holy magic, but is a uh, like a, it's like it's like it's like a war, it's like a warrior, like a knight. Oh, so, I love that. I yeah. would like see. I started the game as a samurai, but obviously playing through the game, I was like, "Fuck, I want to use a big sword, but also I still want to have a shield." So mm. I've been leveling up in endurance and strength but then i realized that i can't roll around a lot because i'm really heavy oh so like i'm not even sure what i'm leveling up in i have really high dexterity endurance uh vigor vitality and strength but i'm not really sure what build i'm going for i'm trying to figure out how to respec because i don't know how to do that yet (laughs) i can't yeah i think there is there i don't know where you find it but i I have heard that there is a way to respec you have to fight a boss and find the item to get the item to be able to respec yeah yeah i'm still i'm still exploring oh hell i mean i'm still (laughs) i'm still i'm in limgrave but i did recently go to the place where you went to around the castle because i'm trying to get a um i went into raya academy trying to end it's, it's fun having i'm getting my ass kicked here and there but it's fun it's such a fun it's such a fun game though it's yeah <laughs> i i went to the underground place there's like a whole area there's a bunch there's like three uh, i think it's like three or four of them but like it's an elevator that takes you like it takes two minutes to completely go down it and yeah like, oh my god that place is so beautiful but mm-hmm. oh my god i've died there so many times <laughs> i lost a bunch of souls there so mm-hmm. i was like I'll come back later. Oh, yeah, I, I took I took an elevator down in that place, and I and I, when I looked around, and I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure this is not where I should be right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll be back, motherfuckers. At level sixty, I'm gonna come kick all your asses. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I really fucking love that game. I'm um. Yeah. We'll we'll be talking more about it. I'm yeah, sure, let's do it. I, like, yeah, I let's, don't we'll think do, I'll beat we'll do, it in two weeks. We'll do a semi spoiler cast. We'll talk about kind of like what our builds are, and we'll talk about what we've experienced, what we found, what are some cool beats in, from what we've experienced in the game. Hopefully, y'all look forward to it. But you know, if you're watching people like um, I can't remember who they are. People are people on YouTube. Vadi Vidya. Awesome. Yeah, Vadi Vidya. He's like one of the best people to watch. Him and um, Rosker, Rosker, Rusker. I can't remember his name. Really awesome people to watch. Listen to hell if you're friend if you're a fan of Rukon. He's awesome too. Right on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go stop this podcast right now and go listen to those other people. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to all y'all guys. I appreciate you guys. You guys have awesome content. Uh, if you ever find us out, if you ever get to listen and you don't like us, I don't blame you. But I love you. I love your guys' stuff. <laughs> we're novices, but we're just beginning. We're doing yeah. this for the love of the medium. The love of the game. Because the most exciting media of mm-hmm. the world, video games. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, but let's get into the state of play. Before that, let's get into our Cauldron Music Picks. (laughs) (laughs) This will be real quick, but every week we add 
songs to our cauldron picks playlist that we want you guys to get into real quick we're just going to tell you what we picked and why but mm-hmm. first i'm going to give you fabrice our honorable mention our honorable honorable mage i guess our honorable necromancer um real quick just give you his pick um sorry why is this so hard okay well he picked track two off of Utada Hikaru's new album. <laughs> I did oh, have okay. the song pulled up, but I do like her. Okay, hold on. Do I have? Let That's me. right, because he, he gave you, he he gave it to you in um, kanji, right? He did, and then I did yeah. have it pulled up, and now I can't freaking find it. Why is life so miserable and hard? Okay, track two of uh, it, Utada Hikaru's bad mode album uh, that's the song that fabrice picked and i have his thoughts here of why he picked that so uh he says as much as i love great lyrics i also love a good beat this song's beat and interesting musical blend makes me feel all types of emotions it's a great song just from that aspect alone plus i just love anything utada utada's new album is very different and interesting for her and it's worth a listen but if you are not interested we do have just that song that he added to our cauldron music picks. Oh, that was beautiful. I like that. Okay. What a mess I did of introducing that because I had the name of the song and then I just lost it. How about this though? Don't feel bad because you know, how it works, it's called due diligence. What uh, Fabrice didn't do was provide you good information. So that's, <laughs> that's on him. That's on him. <laughs> what about what you picked, Josh? I picked, uh, so this song was, um, I, year, it's years and years and years old. As a matter of fact, to play off of when we talked about Arcane, I, when I first heard the song was when I was playing League of Legends when it first came out. Anyway, this song is called Katrina Josephina and it's by Universal Hall Pass. Oh, so I had that reversed. I thought the artist was Katrina. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so, oh, yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. Nope, the song is called Katrina Josephina. And, you know, I would say it's mostly the lyrics. I would say what makes the song so great is the lyrics and the way that the song is sung. It sounds like almost like a, a church hymn, kind of, but not quite. It's, it's a unique sound, and the lyrics is just so so awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Actually, Tina, <laughs> Josephina journeys ninety leagues below. Yeah, <laughs> it's a. I don't. I th- I'm not sure what the song is about, but I want to say it's either about an, a part of like a, an aspect of who the the artist is, or it's. Um, a metaphor for somebody they know or themselves who is dealing with drug addiction. Okay. Hard to say. I don't know. I, whenever, whenever I'm wanting to know what a song means, what it's about, I never look to actually see what the song's about. I what I'm going to interpret what the song means. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I listen to a lot of Japanese music, so I kind of have to do that myself. Just mm-hmm. go off of what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprise, surprise. I didn't do a Japanese song this week. <clears throat> Uh, the song I picked was actually, it's actually a cover, um, but it's an old song that I used to listen to like a fucking long time ago. I want to say high school, possibly middle school era that I just recently remembered. And I was like, let me listen to that song again. I still love it. And I want to put it on this playlist because it's extreme nostalgia for me. Mm. It's Against All Odds, Take a Look at Me Now by the Postal Service. Right uh, on. Okay. I love that's, postal uh, service. that's awesome pretty much 
I just explained why I picked it. It's mm-hmm. nostalgia. It's a good song. It's a song I still love. It makes me feel emotions. It's mm-hmm. a great song. Was my favorite postal song has to be is it Great Heights? I think it's called Such Great Heights. Such Great Heights. That's a I love that song. Yeah, love that song. Yeah. Not a bad band. Not at all. That album, <laughs> that, that album, that song is on is a great album. Masterpiece. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Josh. We have to go through this as fast as we can. Please. I mean, it was a 20 minute, it was only 20 minutes, so this should be fast. <laughs> By the way, you could find a link to our Cauldron Music Picks playlist on Spotify in the description of the episode. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to talk about the state of play, which happened today, uh, yeah. March 9th, mm-hmm. 2022. Uh, it was about 20 minutes of games from Sony, of course, for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. I have here a list of the games in order as they appeared from IGN. So we can just go through them real quick and then like break down the ones that we really want to talk about. Yeah, sure. Do it. Let's get going. Timer start. Exo <laughs> uh, Primal was the first game. Um, I thought it was Dino Crisis. Nope. What's the next one? Keep going. Okay. Hold on real quick. (laughs) I thought it was Dino Crisis. It wasn't. It's a living dinosaur game. Not interested, but the fountain of dinosaurs looked cool. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. (laughs) Ghostwire Tokyo had a new trailer. Um, still not sure how I feel about that game. Gonna wait on it. How about list the games and then we'll talk about how we feel about the games. Oh, I'm giving my real quick takes. (laughs) Uh, New trailer for Stranger of Paradise. I think I'm going to play it. Did you, you had something to say about Stranger of Paradise, I thought. Yeah, I'm going to wait till you list all the games and then I'll talk about it. Oh, you want me to just go through them? Yeah. Okay, so there's a new trailer for Forspoken. Um, I'm going to give my hot takes, just be real quick about sure. them. Go ahead. Uh, I have been up and down on this game. I'm up again. This trailer looked really cool. Gundam Evolution. Uh, is confirmed for the West and looks like they're doing a network test. Uh, first person Halo E Gundam, mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Calabunga Collection is coming in 2022. Kaiju Brawler, uh, a bunch of kaijus fighting. Mm-hmm. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R is coming. This be interesting. Fall. Yeah, that should be interesting. Uh, Trek to Yomi had a new trailer that's uh, looking like an indie black and white samurai game. Yep. Returnal is getting an update with later co-op. this month. Later this month. Yeah. Uh, called Ascension, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and Square Enix announced two new games at the end, which is uh, the Dio Field, the Dio Field Chronicle, and mm. they revealed the third series in the Valkyrie profile series, mm-hmm. they revealed the third game in the Valkyrie profile series, uh, yep. Valkyrie Elysium. Yep. Elysium. Elysium. Yeah. So dude. Uh, yeah. No, probably no surprise here. The, out of all those games, the game I'm looking forward to is Gundam. Is, uh, no, actually, no, it's not actually, I, I'm actually not going to play that game. Uh, no, I'm looking forward. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I was guessing. Right? No, uh, Ex- Exo Primal actually. 
what? Yeah. Okay. So here, when I saw it, when I saw it, here's 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 here's, okay. here's, here's my what I'm suspecting about this game. Now, first, when I saw it, I immediately That's thought, Bible. well, I'm going to start. Let me give a short story, really short story, and okay, let okay. me just yep. This morning, I was thinking, I really wish Anthem did not flop. I liked that game, but it just did, it sucked ass because they didn't do a good job on it. It would be great if somebody tried to make a game that was similar to Anthem, but it was obviously their own IP. And then all of a sudden, later this afternoon, they announced Exo Primal. So my hope now, Exo Primal looks like a, a third-person arcade shooter with Exo it looks suits. like Dino Crisis. Anthem. Yeah, and here's the part that was kind of crazy. If you watch the video, there is a redhead person there that looks very much like the like the person from. Um, I thought it was Regina, and yeah, then at the not, end, yeah, they 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 said like, uh, "Oh, new candidate," and then. It's a woman sitting down, and I think that looks like Regina also. <laughs> so, you know, here, pure speculation here, but I part of me wants to say that, that, that um, Capcom's not willing to give us another Dino Crisis, but they're willing to, get, willing to give us a game that's that might be either related or it's a spiritual or a successor or it's a nod to Dino Crisis. They could be testing the waters. Yeah. So, I mean... Um, I actually I actually posted on Twitter when PlayStation said something about about Exoprimal and what I said on there was um, I am going to be following the development of this game. I have faith that this will be better than Anthem. It's Capcom. I don't that's, doubt see, that it's going to be good. That's that's why I want to. I'm holding out a little. I'm now here's the thing. I will not be disappointed if it doesn't do well, but at the same time, I want to see what Capcom can do with something like that. Did Capcom do Monster Hunter? Yes, they did. That's why. That's why I'm looking forward to it. Monster Hunter, Resident nice. Evil, F Street Fighter. I, they have so many awesome franchises that are still doing well to this day. Um, it looks interesting. Like I said, it definitely gave me vibes of Anthem. But when oh, the yeah. hardcore, like, <laughs> hardcore, is this Dino Crisis Four, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, I think that I, you know, at the very least, y'all, I'm going to talk about it for sure. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to do my best to you know keep up keep on top of what how, what this game how this game is going to be developing because yeah, I mean, hell, I'm worried about another Anthem as well. But at the same time, I've I've been waiting for an Exo Suit game. The only other Exo Suit game that you can play that's really fun is baller is vanquish oh the characters <laughs> look really cool in that game too yeah yeah so you know we'll see what yeah we'll see what happens and then to be honest with you there's two other games that are fortunately our games i have to wait and see that were that got a lot they got you know heavy features which was strangers of paradise and forespoken forespoken does look freaking dope as hell to play but i still have to be i feel like because i've been burned already i've been burned two times on two of my transactions with um that are third-party games for um placed or for square enix i'm just i don't know about square enix and their ability to publish games right now publish third-party games they're not from their you know if they're not from their main teams of capcom or sorry capcom or of um square enix i feel confident about stranger of paradise for spoken i'm not sure about but it looks cool combat looks dope yeah combat looks great i yeah. think uh the uh, the Basically, when the character speaks and any of the story really turns me off, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I this think this is really be beautiful. That game. Only everything here is trying to kill us. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're playing. You're in a. You're in a fantasy world where you're a man. You're a protagonist in a game where everything's going to try and kill you. But Thanks. she's she's like transported from modern day into mm -hmm. this place. So of course, I. I but what I'm interested, what I'm interested too is actually that game. Even uh, is. Uh, 
the shit she's doing in combat and she's just a normal person who all of a sudden is in this world doing that type of shit it's just i wonder if there's even gonna be a remotely a story about how she became that badass <laughs> we'll have to wait and see it's it was delayed till october 11th so um i'm glad that they have that's more a good thing yes i'm yeah. glad that they have more time to work on it maybe it's actually going to be way better than i think we'll see but I'm, I'm gonna laugh if it's a short game though <laughs> i'm very cautious about that one yeah um, stranger of paradise i'm pretty confident about but we'll get to see soon because that game's coming out mm-hmm. like in early days, access i think early access is, <laughs> early access is this week i think um, it's this friday or it's either, it's either this friday or next monday i can't remember i'd yeah. have to say aside from well no i'm not excited for what is it called exo primal yeah i know you're not <laughs> <laughs> i i'm actually excited for um jojo's bizarre adventure all-star battle r because okay. uh fabrice and i have dabbled in the jojo's fighting games and they're so fun they're so ridiculous and there's so many wacky characters um it's really really fun did you hear my roommate did you hear my roommate snore it's not, um sneeze it was in yeah it was in my <laughs> headphones so i wasn't sure if it was fabrice oh, no, no. I, i'm actually surprised the birds are being good right now they haven't said much bless you <laughs> um i am i i do like fighting games a lot so i guess i'm the resident fighting game person here so i am looking forward to that one um trek to yomi i'm really interested in it gave me like limbo cool. vibes uh i saw devolver was publishing it and i love yeah what that's something I did, yeah i totally forgot about that yeah i might this might be a game that i'll have to at least definitely look into because it because of devolver it's got an interesting style it yeah. looks like it actually might be fun to play so potentially yeah uh the dio field chronicle i'm curious about i can't commit fully nope. to nope. <laughs> honestly i thought it when it was first showing and we didn't get the name of it i was like is this a new final fantasy tactics or thought, is it fire as or is it fire emblem it's well, it like, could yeah. be Fire Emblem because that's. I know. I'm just. It's a, it's a clone of Fire Emblem. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> I'm interested though because I like. Yeah. I like. Uh, it gave me like very new school Final Fantasy tactics, but mm. I'm still being cautious. So I'm uh, not yeah, saying if, I'm if excited. You, if you do get it, you'll have to, if you do get it, you'll have to tell me what you think. When I saw it, I immediately just wasn't interested in it. Sure. Yeah. But I think the most exciting announcement during this whole thing was a new Valkyrie profile game. Um, I'm cautious Valkyrie. on that one. Elysium. It's yeah. definitely super different than the other two games. Oh, yeah. It's way far from their normal formula. Yeah. But it gives me heavy near vibes at the same sure. time. So yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. So yeah. I am excited for that one. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's from a familiar series, but it looks different from the series it's a part of, but it looks more familiar to a series that I love now. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would <laughs> say both worlds. I never played the second Valkyria Chronicles. I played the first one and loved the first one. I played the first one and Fabrice has played the second one. Mm-hmm. So we're we're like collectively you played the coins. Them. Yeah, yeah. Together we played both. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, sure. <laughs> That's how it works. Right? Do like, we have anything it- else to uh no i mean i don't think so uh y'all i think it's like it's be like one of the few episodes where you actually will hear our thoughts on you know an event that actually happened the day of us recording 
<laughs> yeah, we missed our first recording, um, but it sounds it, like it was for the best. It was a blessing in disguise, trust me. Yeah. Uh, I would give this state of play a six out of 10, to be honest. Yeah, I would say, I mean, per, from in my experience, for me, it's a four out of 10 because it just wasn't interesting. I saw some things I liked. And yeah. honestly, that new Valkyrie profile game gets me excited. I think all of us are wondering what the hell's going on with Final Fantasy 16. That was a very Square Enix heavy show. By the it way. was hardcore. <laughs> and, it, and it screamed the whole time, hey, we have a lot of games that are third party games. Hopefully you'll buy these ones. And then we're going to tell you how disappointed we were and how they sold. <laughs> yep, exactly. Guys, don't set your bar so high. You're not making Final Fantasy. These aren't fun. Other than Stranger in Paradise, none of them are Final Fantasy. I feel like that one's going to sell, especially with the big hype around Elden Ring right now. Possibly, but the nuts. Here's the crazy thing about the whole Elden Ring thing is that right now, I don't care about any other games. <laughs> I know. That's that's what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast. Like, I really want to get Gran Turismo 7 and Triangle Strategy. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to play them. I'll right. buy them, and I'm just not going to play them. <laughs> You're not going to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, I mean, I pre-ordered. A, I can't remember what the game's called. But I pre-ordered um, a Mech tra- Tactics games coming out. I think later this month, and I just realized that I'm not going to be. Pl- I'm not going to be playing it. <laughs> At least not right away. Not anytime soon. So uh, the only game I'm going to be playing is because I it's a social game I play with my friend once a week called Dauntless. That's it. I'm only playing Dauntless in this game right now. Yeah, I'm probably, gonna, I'm probably gonna buy Strangers of Paradise too, and not gonna play that. <laughs> right? No, no. I like. So I have to wait and see what they say. What what people what, what people say about Strangers of Paradise? Because I initially I thought it was really cool, but I played the demo and I just I wasn't really into it. I'm into it from the demo. I okay. think I'm sold. They've released like a bunch of demos since then, and it, same thing with Triangle Strategy. They released a bunch of demos since the first one. It's like, mm-hmm. and now I'm already sold with the first one. That's awesome. Hopefully. I, I am going to buy Triangle Strategy and I do want to give it a shot. So hopefully I'll have thoughts on that in two weeks. <laughs> okay. 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 I doubt that I'll have Elden Ring beaten by then. But well, I mean, I, it's going to be, I have a feeling it's going to take me months to beat that game. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Same. Right. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thanks for listening to us. We're ready to wrap up. Hell yeah. Special thanks to Anchor.fm for hosting and distributing our podcast. You can visit our website at anchor.fm slash TCOG. And if you'd like to reach out and ask us questions or give us feedback directly, you can find us on Twitter at Cauldron Gaming or email us at thecauldronofgaming at gmail.com. Extreme gratitude goes to Naughty Bits for providing us with the primary music we use on our show. To find out more about him, find his music on SoundCloud at Naughty Bits, all one word, or check out the description of the episode for the link. And we do shuffle through classic tracks throughout the history of gaming for our outros, so be sure to check out the episode descriptions for more information on that as well. Also, check the link in the description for our Spotify Cauldron Picks playlist where every episode we add new songs and a growing collection to share some songs we want you to fall in love with. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our little podcast on the listening platform of your choice. It really helps us get out there, and we love to connect with more gaming mages, necromancers, geomancers, summoners, and monster hunters out there. Laissez les bons temps rouler. Be you. Be kind. Game on.